It is Tuesday, December 27th. I'm Scott Seidenberg. And I'm AJ Hoffman. The Chargers clinch a playoff spot. And the Broncos need a new coach. Here comes the Vegas truth. This is straight out of Vegas. We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day. Denver Broncos sack Nathaniel Hackett before a full season. The Chargers clinch a playoff berth with a relatively easy win on Monday Night Football. And Tua back in concussion protocol. What is the Vegas lead, Scott? Well, joining us here, as he does each and every week on Straight Out of Vegas AM, is the only two-time winner two time, of two the time. Super Contest and the South Point. And there was one other one that I forgot, but... Leroy's Money Leroy's Talk Invitational. Money, that's right, yes. He's Steve Fezzik, Fez, joining us here as we break down everything that we saw last night and what it means for these teams moving forward. Fez, the Chargers clinch a playoff spot with a 23 victory over the Colts. And AJ and I talked about this before we started recording this this pod. What the heck? Like, Nick Foles? You know, like, wh- why? He wh- looked bad. He, he looked really like a guy that doesn't belong in the league anymore. Because Matt Ryan doesn't belong in the league he, anymore. And, but, the, but, and the guy from Texas is no good either. Okay, so here's my point. And I, I, I said, wonder. this is very, this is the opposite of what the Jets did. Because when Mike White got hurt, the Jets, who are a potential playoff team, Rather than use their best option to win games now, which I believe to be Joe Flacco, at least it was the last couple of weeks. Now that Mike White's back, this is a moot point. But instead of Joe Flacco, they're like, no, let's go with Zach Wilson and Streveler and like try and piece things together. Something about Mary? Their best, their Streller? best, ch- yes, <laughs> their best chance to win the last two weeks would have been to play Joe Flacco, in my opinion. But they said, nope, we're not going to do that. Now the Colts who have nothing to play for other than, I guess, Jeff Saturday's job, which seems highly unlikely at this point, did not play the I guy. I got the no for Saturday coming back? Because someone said, that, oh, I think he's that's a viable option. I don't think it is. No. I don't think yeah, it is. No. But Matt Ryan gives them the best chance to win games if they were trying to win games this season. Mm-hmm. We all agree on that, right? Yes. Yeah, he he built up a 33 nothing lead over the Vikings last and, week. And if they said, okay, we're only looking to the future, you keep trying Sam Ellinger and hope that they hope that you see something out of him because he's still on his rookie deal. He's going to be on your roster next year. It's unlikely that Nick Foles is. Yes. Nick Foles is like option F, the option that doesn't give you the best chance to win now and has no future value. What was the upside of playing Nick Foles last night? I have no answer because no you know, no one should know more about how good Nick Foles is than the Colts. And obviously, uh, you know, kudos. A prime time, great for the Eagles during that run, but he can't play. You know, he can't play. He was dreadful. And they said, well, he's going to go down the field. And Nick Foles has never been like a big down-the-field guy. Like, And then as soon as he started trying to go down the field against the Chargers – He's throwing it to the wrong team. He wasn't recognizing coverages. He looked like a guy that hasn't played and really shouldn't be playing in the NFL right now. The game has passed him, and he looked like it last night. And I'm just wondering, is there anything in Matt Ryan's contract that maybe they don't want to play him for to reach incentives or bonuses? Yes. And in his contract, there is a guarantee that if he fails his physical in March— that he's guaranteed somewhere around $10 million, all right? So if he so, gets hurt, yes. then, yeah. That is what— Now, Matt Ryan's one of the most durable quarterbacks ever. So, like, they, I mean, the risk would be, I would say, minimal. But now, he this, is getting up in age. At this but, point, with two games left, why run the, the risk The incentive now? is yeah. minimal. But the idea yeah. that they had him out there in street clothes last night, I mean, if there's any indication that the Colts don't care about winning games right now— it's that they put Nick Foles on the field. I, I I can't imagine they had any interest in like really thinking we can win this game when they said Nick Foles, you're starting this week. Seventeen point two million dollars guaranteed for injury if he uh, fails a physical. 
by the third day of the league year next year. Who is hiring Matt Ryan? You know, you look, it's not just the Colts, like these Tide Pod people with their commercial. They now they got like they, um, they got like ice, I don't know if it's Cube or Ice Tea. Ice Tea. Whatever. Um, and he's great, all right? Because of the whole, I get the, the whole temperature thing, mm-hmm. but this yep. Matty, he's not Matty Ice, he's Matty lukewarm at best. Let's yeah. face it. Like, like even in the commercials, doesn't it just look like. Oh, they, they're paying me to do this. They couldn't. I guess they couldn't afford vanilla ice. Might have been a better move. I, yeah, and Matty Ice he hasn't been Matty Ice in a long time, and he's responsible for two of the biggest bone leads in football. Lily couldn't do that. <laughs> but listen, Lily is hot. Did she anybody could do the think, hot weather? Did anybody think that Matt hot Ryan water. was the reason the Colts blew that game last week? No, no interception. He didn't. He, he didn't play throw defense. an interception. Matt Ryan played fine. Yeah. Like. They should have been able to go into like um, the Matt Ryan cat. Yeah, and, Matt and, Ryan and should be mad at them yes. for for attaching his name to that. So he doesn't play for the defense. I, I I didn't understand this move. And let's look at the other side where wasn't really Warren Moon's fault. Also, it was not Warren Moon's fault. You know about all that being, oh, being yes. a Houston fan. Oh, no, well, five, actually, five, three being a Bills fan living in Houston, I knew all about that. BB was out of bounds. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> No replay back then. Well, let's also talk about then the the uh, the Music City Miracle that clearly was cheating. Uh, clearly, year, a years later, pass. clearly a forward pass. Frank it went, It was a good foot backwards. It oh, wasn't God. even close. This guy. Okay, let's talk about the. Chargers. I do have a question. Okay, <laughs> if you throw in the wind, if the wind, if you if you're throwing the ball and it goes forward one yard and then curves back because of the wind and winds up a net backwards pass, that's that's legal, right? No. It's no. where, yeah, it's where it's where the person catches it. Yes, that's what I thought. Yeah. No. It's where the person. So why is it? Oh, okay. So you're saying if you like in this case, this would a legal for or an illegal forward pass. Like if you were trying to lateral. So there as are, long as it goes behind. So the there line. are yes. times with the wind that literally you could throw it, and if the defense batted it. It would be like it's forward. It's illegal. But if the defense doesn't bat it because of the wind, it could become legal. Like a ba- like in baseball, where like it if it was a boomerang. Around, it would, yes, it, like a boomerang. This would only apply if you were throwing like a wide receiver screen. And the wind pushed it behind. Well, I think it did apply to the Music City Miracle because it did look like the ball was arcing slightly backwards by the end. Well, either way, it's cheating. If Uh, a slow tight end is just standing there, (laughs) a memo he might be up to something. He might be involving throwing. I guess at least throw it to him and not Mac Jones. Tremendous throw by Wycheck. Not bad. Not bad. All the way across the field. Okay, I want to talk to you about the Chargers. I want to know. He's got something. I want to know. <laughs> He's got it. Where you're putting the Chargers now in your power ratings? Because this is a team that no one wants to believe in, and the whole all season long it's been well. The defense is no good. Well, now we've seen like three weeks in a row where the defense has been very good, and now people are saying, "Well, the offense isn't as explosive as it should be." But they covered this game easily. Like that, you can't downgrade the Chargers off this performance, right? Eighth best team. Just ahead of Miami and Jackson. And where were they a month ago? Do you like in, just a, a guesstimate? Yeah, middle of the road, sixteen. Okay, so you have said, listen, this team is better than than what they were earlier. Yeah, the defense had like seven like replacement starters, up. and and these guy these dudes have been playing well, and and now they they've had both their wide receivers were have been injured at different points in time, and and, and you know. The the bottom line is you got two good wide receivers. You got Eckler out there. By the way, two straight games now. Justin Herbert is not throwing a touchdown pass. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. I, and I, the the broadcast like uh they were knocking him after the game like oh well it, it, no touch and it's like why he just handed it off to Austin Eckler and he scored the touch. Who cares? But, but this is the thing. They didn't like if you look at the stats here. The Chargers. This, this was just an ugly game. The Chargers had. 314 yards of offense. So Herbert throws for 235, zero touchdowns and one pick. And Austin Eckler has 67 yards. Yeah. If I gave you those stats before the game, you might have thought they lost this game. Well, Eckler actually went over his rush yards. So that was kind of 67. a miracle. And and I have a story about that. So I faded Moss, the running back for Zach Indy, Moss. because I thought Zach Moss, because I because I got bad intel that he was going to be sharing carries. And he wasn't. He was getting all the carries, all right? So I, yeah, I, it was supposed to. Uh, Deion Jackson didn't do anything. Yeah, you know? Action yeah. Jackson was was on the bench. Jackson. So, um, so I bet Moss in various ways. This is a miracle. It's a miracle. I won. All right, because I bet him rush yards under that loss by a, a zillion, and I but I bet him longest rush under fourteen and a half, and the, he had a fourteen yarder. No, no further. I bet him under one and a half pass receptions. He only got one, and I bet him. In a matchup against Eckler, and this I'm pulling back the curtain now. The pros do it. So Eckler was both Moss and Eckler were lined at around 55 rush yards. 
But I, I'm sorry, Eckler was like a little bit below that. But they were betting Eckler up, and they're betting the, on Moss down. So I bet Eckler plus two and a half at one point. What book is this? That... This was a DraftKings. So it, okay. so so at one point, Eckler had like. 30 yards, and Moss had 65, and I'm like, I'm donezo. It's the fourth quarter. I understand the Chargers going to run the ball. They got the lead. That's it, It's not going to happen. And, like, literally I took a shower, and then I looked, and it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Eckler has 67 yards. He must have gotten one long run. Big one. Yeah, yes. 16-yard run, yeah. Yes. Uh, so the Chargers, I think we can all agree, are now it's a team you don't want to see in the playoffs. If they you- are the proverbial spot-on like, that's the team you don't want to play. Like, sometimes people say, oh, you don't want to play the Vikings in the playoffs. Bullshit. You want to play the Vikings. That's that's your team you got penciled as the team you want to play. But the team that does the, the year-long metrics aren't great. Second-half metrics are much better than the first half. They've got an elite quarterback. This is a team. And they're the getting healthy. Playing better. Defense, yeah, getting, yeah. They're, this is gonna, every, every week they play is probably going to be the healthiest they've been all season. Yes. And – Depending on where they end up, where and really depending on how the Ravens finish out, this could be the five seed, which would give them a matchup against the Jags or the Titans, and the Chargers would be, I'm sure, maybe even a road favorite against those two teams. Not against Jacksonville. No. 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 Jacksonville is like the wise guys are loving the Jaguars. Yes. Okay. Well, then I'll tell you what. I'll take the Chargers. I'll take dogs. the Chargers on the road. Yeah. I'll Pick take them? Chargers plus. Yeah. I'd take the Chargers plus in points Jacksonville. in Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the only. But uh, either way, I, I think that's a that's a scary team. That you know, no, like when you think about the other teams who are probably going to make the playoffs. Jacksonville's also a team people don't want to play, though. I agree with that. But like when you they, think about the other teams that are probably going to make the wild cards in the AFC, and you think about Baltimore, who's we don't know what the situation is with Lamar Jackson. Now, if Lamar's healthy, I'd say that the Ravens could go into the playoffs underrated. Mm-hmm. If he's if he's not a hundred percent, Roquan Smith comes aboard. That defense mm-hmm. playing very well. But the other team that I mean, the Dolphins. Like, are you worried about playing the Dolphins right now? If they were to make the playoffs, are you worried about playing the Jets or the Patriots or the Raiders or whoever? The, 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 Raiders. I mean, who, who, like, who could possibly be the seventh seed that you'd go? Ooh, I, I don't want to play that team in the AFC. I don't think there is one. I, I think it's like the Steelers. I, I don't. I don't. I, <laughs> the, you want to play the Steelers? I, I don't think there's a team out there that anybody's like. Ooh, I wouldn't want to play them if they were the seven seed. Like it's. It just does. That scenario doesn't exist to me. I agree. Um, speaking of that, I wanted to. I wanted to get to one more topic with you. The AFC South. You mentioned Jacksonville. Jacksonville still has a, a very outside chance to make the playoffs as a wild card. Tennessee does not. Mm-hmm. With the Chargers clinched, Tennessee became 0.0 chance to win the wild card. No, no scenario will put Tennessee in the playoffs as a wild card. They have to win the division. They do not have to win this week. This game against the Cowboys is completely meaningless now. The game against Jacksonville. And a, short and, we, a short week game uh, as well. Right. The game against Jacksonville matters a lot. Mm-hmm. Is there any reason for the Titans to play? Like the Titans who have been banged up recently, is there any reason to put Derrick Henry out there on Thursday? Zero. There- the, the only reason is what their five-game losing streak. So at, at some point you say, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, we got to create some a winning attitude, and we do have 10 days to get ready for Jacksonville. But, uh, yeah, I, I would treat it like week 18. I, I treat it like a bye week. I'd say, you know what? We do, do, let's, let's heal up, and we're going to take our chances with Week 18. So the second Derrick Henry props pop up, do we hit the unders? Yes. I think so as well. Yes. He maybe he only plays a half? Yeah. I, there's no there's no point in having him yeah. out there. I mean, if you if you beat the Cowboys by a million, you lose by a million. None of it matters if you lose to the Jags next week. Yeah. Beat so the Cowboys, they, lose to the Jags, doesn't matter. This is the game, or this is the game that, that is there. It's like the opposite. Normally, you have you can take off the last week. This is the yeah. one where you can take off the week before because only next week. I happens. think you'd be extremely cautious about Jacksonville because even though they can say there's a path to make it with a win and a loss, that path it cannot be a very good path. Oh, it's not a good path. Yes. Yeah, I mean it's got to be but extremely I, but, unlikely. But that's path. why I think Jacksonville will still be motivated. Yeah, this, like I don't think Jacksonville because there is they, even a small chance. But they shouldn't be. They really should just take care of business at home against the uh, Titan team that's crippled and won't have. That may be the best move, but I, I, I still think Jacksonville plays with some sense of motivation, and also when you're playing really well, it's 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 easy to go out and keep playing really well. Yeah, mm-hmm. for Tennessee, like you say, man, we've been getting our ass kicked. Maybe a reset's a good idea. Let's right the ship and get ready you're for gonna one lose last any, charge. You're going to lose anyways, so why not right. rest everybody and say up? Oh. 
you know, it's we, all part of the Why not prepare to give it your scheme. best shot? Yes. And really, I mean, and it's almost like an undeserved bye week for Tennessee because you're not going to get a bye week in the playoffs. You, I mean, you're going to be the four seed. So this is a way for you to undo an undeserving team to have a rest week before their playoff games, Makes sense. which their playoff game just happens to start in week 18 yeah. against Jacksonville. So I'm going to pull back the curtain on a bet, and I actually made it so it's not like I'm just like saying, oh, it's in pocket, even though it's not in anybody's pocket, and I'm just making it up. Um, <laughs> I bet um, when um, Tannehill was going to be out and mm-hmm. word, word was breaking, well, the obvious bet, bet, bet against the Titans and 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 take Houston plus the seven and the, and the six and the five and the four, um, et cetera. But the, what happens, that that disappears immediately. So what do you do? Well, you look at ancillary stuff, and so one of the ancillary stuffs available was who is going to win the division. And looky what I got here. Scott, you want to read that one? That is Jaguars to win the AFC South at plus 110? Yes. Yeah. Ooh. So for a substantial amount. So so the, the point being is that Jacksonville was being priced like Tannehill was going to be the quarterback, and mm-hmm. they were a game behind. But um, so there were scenarios where they could get eliminated before week eighteen. It but flipped. in all like in it all they became minus one forty after the injury news broke. Exactly. Yeah. And so this is this is the way that you win betting sports when news breaks on something. You not only bet the obvious, but you, you bet, bet the, the derivatives. Yeah. Yes. Makes and sense. So and so people are like, well, what are you going to do with it? Well, probably what I'll do is you know I'll evaluate who I like in the game, but. Um, Jacksonville probably is going to be, you know, if gosh, if Willis is quarterbacking, Jack's probably going to be a six-point favorite. And, so and there's and a good middle opportunity for you by taking the points with the Titans because you could win both bets. Yeah, Jaguars like, win, but Titans cover. I might, I might take the Titans, you know, plus if, like if it's six, I might get a rogue plus six and a half. Put a dime on that. Put a dime on the money line. Stick with the five dimes that I got, and you know, so I'm hedging back like forty percent. I want a chance the middle though. With a chance to middle, yeah. yes. I wanted to ask you about one more team, and I wanted to get your level of concern because I, I don't even remember what week six or seven. One of the biggest bets you said this this is free money was Carolina to not make the playoffs, and things have certainly changed since then. I'm Are, not going to lie; there's been some setbacks on my minus sixteen hundred. <laughs> like, what movie is that from? It's from Rounders. Worm. How did, how how's that going with that fifteen thousand dollar debt you owned you owned like KGB? Not gonna lie, there's been some setbacks. <laughs> yes. Um, so what's what's the level of concern and what's a way to fix it at this point? Well, I was proactive, so I do have in in pocket, but I can show you the tickets. Honestly, it opened the look ahead line, and I'm, I'm paying I'm, obviously I'm paying more attention to Carolina than a whole bunch of people. So I did bet Carolina against Tampa Bay plus seven and a half and plus seven on the look aheads. So that's gonna cover me someone A and I could win both. Tampa could win by three, but I'm probably I'm not fully hedged yet. I'm probably I'll be watching the game in live wagering because I got a little wiggle room here. That the problem is Tampa always sucks in the first half, mm-hmm. uh, seemingly. But um, I'll probably be looking at a portfolio of trying to like if I can get a rogue number, like a plus three and a half when the mm-hmm. line's three. Um, I'll pull back the curtain again. I live in Vegas. There's parlay cards available. This line right now is three. All right, that means every half point card in the city is going to be say plus three and a half. So Carolina will get plastered all over the place, and people are like. Well, how, what are you doing? Playing three teamers? I might even play five teamers, but you know what? So I could lose everything. It happens. But the bottom line is, I could win everything also, and I could be in a position where I need Tampa to, I actually need Carolina if all the other stuff lines up. And it would be unusual that everything else would, would fall poorly. So I'll probably have a big portfolio of Carolina plus three and a half on parlay cards until they kick my ass out like the South Point did for playing too many of them. Now, if Carolina wins, will you do the same thing against the Saints in week 18? Uh, I think I'm. I don't know what the scenario will be at that point. Well, because, they, if they win, they win the division. Yes, Carolina needs to win out, win the division. Okay, um, but but if what if Tampa loses in Week 18 and because they're tied right now, so I could lose regardless. But right? if Carolina loses to the Saints, then the Saints would win the division. It's if, all if the but Saints have to win this week first, right? Because then. Oh, uh, I see. Maybe not. Maybe not. I'll, I'll have to work out. I'm. So, I, I. I. I kind of. No, have, the Saints. The, the Saints, Saints and Panthers are both six and nine. So if Carolina wins and the Saints lose, then Tampa becomes seven and nine. Carolina becomes seven and nine, and then New Orleans at six and ten. But then if a New Orleans beats Carolina the last week, 
they would have the seventh win and win the tiebreaker. So Carolina needs to win both these games to win the division. Okay. All right. So I've got that. That, that is good to know. I will look at that now. Doesn't care. Doesn't um, Tampa Bay have the tiebreaker over the Saints though? If they both wind up with seven wins, uh, yes, they won both games against. Yes, the yes. But if it's a three-way tie, then that that changes. Yeah. Then the, if you look at the division record right now, you have both Carolina and the Bucks are three and one in the division, so they would both be four and two, I guess, in the division. Now, now again, pulling back the curtain, when you have exposure on something and you can bet a plus EV bet in the other direction. You want to bet almost unlimited till you're like like you're indifferent. And here, so here's an example. Of course, I want to bet Carolina plus three and a half. Well, there are no three and a halves, Fez. What are you going to do? Well, boom, I'm going to go and 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 plunk in a bunch of barley cards. Well, what are, what else are you going to play? Well, believe me, there will be plenty of other lines that will move, and there'll be games that are lined at three and seven that I can get the best of the number. Normally, parlay cards are sucker bets. This would be the exception to the rule. Let's mm. uh, let me let me get one thing before we let you go. Is there a number right now out on the board? in the NFL for this this week seven or week uh, 17 that you think is going to move that you think if if you want to get this game you want to get it now um kind of all right and so i did this with the eagles last week where i said what's going to happen there's going to be the semi sharp betters that respond and i'll be the first to admit i do this in college basketball if i hear the st johns point guard is out i immediately bet against st johns and i bet the under mm-hmm. all right and i'm sure there's some college basketball experts that would be Everyone knew he was going to be out, Fez. This is just a you know, this is just a verification. The line's already reflecting all this. Well, this happens in the NFL. So this happened. We all knew Hertz was going to be out. Dallas was laying five, and then word confirmation came: Gardner Minshew is going to start for the Eagles. Hertz is out, and the line went to six. But that was just because of the square balls that got the news. It didn't realize that, that Dallas had already steamed from one to five. The market had already adjusted. It went to six on that news because people are like, oh. Philly's quarterback's out, but we knew that. So it went right back to five because the market had already reflected mm-hmm. this. So where I'm going with that is the same thing's going to happen with Miami and New England. Tua is not playing. That is why New England is laying two and a half in this game, even though Miami is the better team. All right? But as soon as Tua gets reported officially out, which it will, they'll weigh at a point, they'll be like, and the starter's been named, and it will be Teddy Bridgewater. You'll have a window of opportunity because, in my opinion, that line will immediately go to three because the square sharps – will see that news pop up in their odd service. They will lay New England at any price mm-hmm. at two and a half. The line will be three for like 30 minutes, and then all the the real pros will come in who got New England at plus two, and, and they'll the say, I'll give me some fish plus yeah. three. Thank you very much. It looks like, and it'll come back to two and a half. looks like Circa right now has Patriots minus three plus 100. Uh, and minus 120 on the plus three for the Dolphins. They're probably already anticipating this deluge of money that's going to hit as soon as Tua is ruled out. What's the chance of Tua, given he had one and a half concussions earlier in the year, I think it's, it's like going to play zero? Two percent. I yeah. mean, I mean, it's literally. I mean, it's not zero, but it's two percent. Clo- it's close to zero. I mean, uh, if I mean, he played and he like got paralyzed, they would never be able to pay off the debt. Of like no. putting the kid out there uh-huh. with the situation. I mean, there'd be. I mean, if if that were to happen, there'd be like congressional hearings and things. Would be my guess. So, yeah, the the upside of playing to us, juice isn't worth the squeeze, as they would say. Even though the Dolphins desperately clinging to a to a playoff chances now. Good reference to the juice with um, right now circuit dealing the juice on plus three minus one twenty on this game. Yes. All right, Fez, we always appreciate it. Well, uh, hang with us because I want to get to, you know, some like Fezic focus type stuff in a little bit, okay? Sure. Thanks, Fez. The big story that came down in the NFL on Monday, the Denver Broncos did what we felt was inevitable, AJ. We thought it was going to happen at the end of the season. It happens with two weeks left in the season. Nathaniel Hackett has been fired after a 4-11 and start. And honestly, this was inevitable because this team was a disaster this season and it clearly looked like he was in over his head as a head coach. I mean, the guy's not good. He's just, there's no making an excuse for him. This is one of those situations where you can be a good coordinator and by all accounts, including Aaron Rodgers, he's a great coordinator. It doesn't make you a great head coach. And we were saying this after week one. Yeah. After week one, there were already signs that this guy's in over his head. This he's just he's he's not a good head coach. The Broncos make the right move, and listen, the ownership group who bought in the summer they didn't have anything. They weren't married to this guy. Mm-hmm. They didn't pick him. Whatever, let's get out of here. He doesn't he doesn't hurt our salary cap to to lose a coach. Fine, beat it. But 
this is uh, the writing's been on the wall for a while. Sure, this is the inter- the most interesting part about all of this. So they hired Jerry Rosberg midway through September. It was after so, after week one, wasn't it? Yeah. After they after they it was after the, they, they, they they needed a a a, a clock management yeah. specialist, a, an in game management specialist to help him out. Yeah, because Nathaniel Hackett clearly in over his head. They saw it right from the get go. Which, by the way, I don't hate that. Most a lot sure. of te- a lot of teams have that. So a lot of teams could benefit by doing that. Yeah, but the fact is is that they named him the interim head coach, not yeah. one, not one of their coordinators. Well, they offered it to the defensive coordinator. He declined. Uh, and I don't blame him. That guy's like, hey, I got an up arrow next to my name. Last thing I need to do is be in charge of this mess. I, I-, I want nothing to do with it. You guys, good luck. You do-, do your thing. I'm going to do my thing, and we'll we'll regroup at the end of the year. But I, I don't blame him. I think that's the right move because he's have he's had a, lo- a ton of success. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the best defense in the league statistically and the worst offense in the league. It's it, that if anything, it shows you how important offense is at this point. You know, in football's history, in twenty twenty two, twenty three, it's a lot more important to have a great offense and a great defense. Do we like the Broncos this week with the coach fire boost? It's a good question because Russell Wilson will still be there. Um, is there? That's yeah, like I don't, I don't know. I don't know how he his you know presence affects things. I don't know if this team is thrilled to be with him. So I mean, they did play the Chiefs closely the last time they played them. Yeah, it was a back and forth game, and and this one is obviously this one's an Arrowhead, so it's it's a little bit different, and the spread is thirteen and a half. Yeah, but maybe this is the head coach, the fire head coach boost. You maybe you get it, but this is a this is a game where the Chiefs are fully motivated too because they're playing for the one seed. The Bills and the Bengals play on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are going. They to, can clinch this thing. Yeah, they'll be paying attention because that, if the but right hey, team— that's the thing, though. Just win the game, not cover. That's true. That is true. So all they got to do is win, not cover. So, yeah, it's certainly an interesting matchup. Um, but, yeah, I I'd, I'd got no interest in backing the Broncos right now, even with that boost, just because Russell Wilson looks like the worst quarterback in the league. Well, if your name is Wilson, you look like the worst quarterback in the league right now. Whether it's Zach or uh, or Russ, it's a it's a healthy competition between those two right now. And I don't know how you can you can say you know what yeah this guy can keep up with Patrick Mahomes. It just it just seems like a road too far. Broncos country. That's right. That's right. Still with us here this morning, Steve Fezzik, as we uh, venture into a variety of topics. Some would call this a mini Fezzik focus on Straight Out of Vegas AM. How was your Christmas? Christmas was non-existent. Yeah, this is what's non-existent. Really, it's non-existent. I'm like the. I'm like the. I've been sick for a couple of weeks, uh-huh. and, and we are so busy with so many games as a professional sports gambler. I can tell you that at some point you don't have any margin for error, and when you get sick and you get behind, you're doing. You know, you're trying to win for your clients, and it's so difficult that the whole idea, like you blink and all, oh my god, the week the games are on the weekend, and so Christmas was. Um, we went out a few times, so no, no big deal. No, uh, no Vegas Christmas stories. You know, the one thing that we did is that the we had we have to use up our signature um, experience credits. All right, so we've been eating very well as a seven star member, thanks to Mr. Caesars at Caesars Palace. <laughs> I think we've gone to all of them. And AJ, you got a, You got a piece of this as well. What do you and mean so- you have to use up your? Your thing as a seven-star member, every time you accumulate two hundred fifty thousand dollars in reward points, you get one. It's, it's, it's called an experience credit that's worth five hundred dollars in food comps, or alternatively, you can choose to play golf in Mississippi or drive like a dune buggy in <laughs> the um, in Harris Laughlin. Since, or you can take the high roller and rent it out to a bunch of friends. I don't have twenty five friends, and they don't drink. So the $500 food credit makes sense, and I got to use up three of them by January 31st, which meant I used up two of them. You this got one past to go. Week. I got one to go. So I burned through $1,000 in food comps. All right. So we'll, we'll do Where's the last meal? What's your, what's your plan? What's the, uh, where are you going to, where are you going to finish the game? I was going to say that the three of us should do like a brunch at <laughs> Mon Ami Gabi or something, you know? <laughs> the, the Mon Ami Gabi is, is a tricky because I think you only get 50% comp. They charge you double for the customer. Uh, uh, come on. So I can tell you we did Gordon Ramsay. The uh, the Hell's Kitchen or the the the, the one the inside fish and chips seat. place okay, yeah, inside, yeah. which which was excellent. We really liked that. 
We did the Bacchanal Buffet, two-hour wait. We cut the line with the seven-star line oh, right that's through. that's the best thing about you it, know, man. That, see, see, that's – I got to get in on this because I was you at the do. Palms, and we tried to go to the the ACE, the AYCE buffet. Oh, uh-huh. you can eat. I, I've heard is uh, – oh, that, that's what it stands for. It's a great <laughs> job. I heard that it's uh, a real – like one of the top buffets in town. I had not been there yet. I've been to other ones. I had not been to the Palms yet. I've been to the Palms, just not to the buffet. And the line was easily two hours long. No line at all for platinum members. For I guess that's what their their equivalent of seven star or whatever. No line at all. And I was and they wondering, match statuses. So all you need to do is get good, a good status at one place. The MGM does this also, and then you walk up and say, "Hey, I'm a seven star member at Harris. What are you going to do for me?" And Palms and Milis, oh, well, well, we'll make you, you know, our highest status place. So I have that card, which I can certainly bring in for you. So okay, I'll use it then. There you go. Go to all you can eat. There Which I know. just learned today that that's what you, it stands for. Did you really for. just learn that? I thought you were being sarcastic. No, I thought it was just ace. I, I had the, no idea. This is a hidden secret. <laughs> In Vegas, more so than any city, the gamblers get the, the top-notch treatment because, like, I'll use an example. Um, there's a gal that was working, like, at, at, the, at the Palms when they were really hot, like, 12 years ago. And she rented out, like, one of the luxury suites, like the basketball suite, for, like, you know, $50,000 a night to some, you know, hotshot producer from L.A., and she's expected to get promoted. Like, I did such a great job, and they screamed at her, almost fired her, and they're like, we reserved this suite for guys that are betting $50,000 a hand. Mm. $50,000 a night is not going to do it on a busy weekend night when um, we expect, you know, one of our high rollers flying in from Hong Kong to mm-hmm. be to want to utilize that suite. Yeah, and Fez has kind of undersold to this point the seven stars thing. Cause he's like, you get four drinks anytime you go into Caesars. Uh, and I, you know, he's always talking about Starbucks and, you know, bottled water and things like that. Juices, pressed mm-hmm. juice. It, we, my wife and I went to Nobu over the weekend and at the bar, $38, uh, Japanese old fashions. That's one, one drink comp. Uh, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately it's a $25 limit. Oh, no. Not when you slip the bartender no, forty bucks. I, I like that because I I have gotten to the, the, the like like I've gone into Nobu before. Picture this: so I've had four, count them four alone. All right, maybe I was with somebody. <laughs> um, pineapple margaritas. All right, they're all like okay, twenty three dollars yeah, yeah. each. So you have four of them. I'll get like the beef wagyu tacos, which I are like my favorite thing there. So I'm like literally they're very tiny, very tiny, but the best morsel ever. Mm. And I'll have so literally I'll I'll have like two tacos and four drinks and like boom I get, get get out of there and it's I mean each taco is like twenty two dollars but who cares all the drinks are free and then go ahead and 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 leave and and for for me Nobu is like my number one go to and it, if price is no object it's so unique and they have so many specialty things and can be hit or miss with the you know a lot of sushi and that mm-hmm. type type of food. Well, but, I don't think they miss much. Uh I I now you got a chance to take advantage of the Nobu yourself and you would you would agree that it's top it, one, it was one of the five or 10 best meals I've had in my life. And now Hell's Kitchen was not quite as good but very good. Very good, not quite as good as that though. I would I would agree with that and you just feel so special and, and he, but here's the trick. When you show that 7 stars card immediately the, you know, the, the restaurants, especially the, the Harris owned restaurants, they're like, that's the guy that's losing $100,000 plus with the six figures a year because that's the way the math works out, but not really for sports betters, um, but for everybody else. Mm. So you are, you're a, 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 a such an important customer that you're literally a rock star. You can park wherever you want. Your car is ready for you in a valet that you, on Flamingo that you don't have to wait and it's like it's it's like impossible. Like like for when 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 we go to a place like we go to Bellagio, it sucks because like we don't have our seven star at Bellagio. Mm. So now we gotta like like deal with like being a regular person. See at, at Hell's <laughs> Kitchen, which is funny. I, I took my my whole family went to a, like when my my wife's uh, family was in town. Mm-hmm. So I had brother in law and, and his wife and sister in law and her husband and her mom, and we all went to Hell's Kitchen. And at the end, I, when I'm paying for the meal, they, they asked if I was if I had a uh, rewards card that I wanted to add points to because you know okay. it's a, you're yeah, paying yeah. a hefty check. You probably want those rewards points. So I said, oh well, I've got I've got Fezzik's rewards card because I used it to park in the uh, the Seven Stars Valet. Of course, I've got this <laughs> card, and I was like, I might as well get Fez, you know, a thousand whatever dollars worth of points. 
So I give it to them, and they come back and they say, oh, We've brought you some free desserts, Mr. Fe- Mr. Fezzik. That, here you, congratulations. <laughs> and, and, and the advantage play there going forward is just try to say you're me, sign it, say, say yeah. take it off the points because then, believe me, I always would say, like, 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 like Fez, I used a bad news, I used $1,000 of your comps, but um, I'm going to pay you 800 all right, oh, that's 80, a good deal. Yeah. 80 cents on the dollar. So you save 20%, and I'm perfectly happy converting my comps yeah. at 80 cents on the dollar. I didn't think to do that, but, but, I, yeah, but, but I, at least— It w- would have been technically illegal. It, yeah. I think it would have been. It, it would have been a, cr- a crime. But what I did <laughs> yes. do was, because Fez has been so generous with his uh, with his seven stars card with me, I was like, I might as well put this meal on his on his rewards points. Yeah, get and, him the points, yeah. yeah and so. think about, from, from a Harris perspective, now you're even— a more valued client because not only is this guy possibly a leech stealing Starbucks coffees four per day, but he's actually going to Hell's Kitchen. You know, one and paying one, for a meal. thousand dollar meal goes a long way towards okay, we can give these guys a few Starbucks here and there. By the way, Starbucks raised their prices again, so the oatmeal, like espresso, um, brown sugar that I have, it's only 130 calories. Eight ninety nine now. I from seven ninety nine. I I stayed at the Rio. Uh, on Saturday, Ugh. and uh, <laughs> no, the real rooms are are are, are 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 are. I mean, the Rio's a rundown property, but yeah. the rooms are 530 square feet. They're massive. Yeah, they're, they're suites. Yeah, yeah. You can play Which tennis nice. in that room. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, but but there's duct tape on the carpeting. Um, ours was actually pretty <laughs> deep. Well, and I think because. I, I checked in with a seven stars yeah, card. Probably not getting the worst view. I don't think probably I got the, the worst. You probably of it. got a renovated room. Yeah, is your view yeah. okay? My view was perfect. It was, you could see the mountains. It was very nice. And uh, and when I went to go get some Starbucks in the morning, there's a line 40 deep. Well, mm. that doesn't apply to you. And then it says, oh, seven stars customers, go to the next available cashier. People are so salty about this move. They do not like it. I'm but- telling you, man, if I, if I had that platinum status when I was trying to get into the Palms Buffet, I would have been, been a happy man. And Scott, well, as a single young man, should you ever see a single woman at the back of the line? At the Rio or the Caesars, you'd say, you know what? Come with me. Come with me. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let me get you a drink. You know? That's a good play. It's a really good, a good play. play. Now, Ooh, you're January 1. Whenever I cut the line, I will say this because I'm always just picking off like like I, I get the, the, the seltzer water, you know, like the, the big Fiji water. I'll mm-hmm. go ahead and get the, peri, the, the, the Perrier big, or the, the Pellegrino. All right. But every now and then someone says, says sir, there's a line. And I like I smile and I flash the card. But if it's a if 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 it's like a guy or a girl that I seem to like, okay, especially if it's like an older woman and she's alone, I almost always because I don't want to insult the young woman to make her think I'm I'm like hitting on her, okay? Mm-hmm. Of course, because I'm very careful then because I don't want to like put her make her uncomfortable. Who's this creepy old guy? But if it's just a normal woman, I'll say, come on in, I'll buy you a drink, you know, and I'll get and just get her a drink for her. Lovely of you. Yeah, that is giving back. It's fun. Yeah. Always it's giving fun. Back. Or a couple I like, you know, yeah. I go ahead because I'm just going to get two Fijis and I can just steal more of them from the VIP. Now, here's the question. Area. January 1, all these things reset. Like, are you already set for your status for the next year? I have, like, so many points, like, because as a sports better, I mean, I'm betting over $10,000 a day. So think about this, okay? The Theo hold, if you're betting ten grand, is, like, in sports betting, is if you randomly bet stuff, you lose 4.5%. Now, the hold in other states is above 10%. That's this is a drunk baby betting, 4.5%. Mm-hmm. The average male adult loses at 12% in the state of, of Virginia and Chicago and, and, and Illinois. I don't know how. Same game parlays, though, all the ripoffs. So roughly we're at the same point of, of roulette. So think about this. To bet $10,000 on a roulette wheel would require me betting $100 per spin on several things for an hour. Mm-hmm. Think about a guy betting $100 per pop, oh, on red and on odd and on 33 and a bunch black of numbers, yeah. and a bunch of numbers. How much he's going to get in comps after playing an hour? Well, that's what I get daily for betting sports. That's a great point. Like, yeah, yeah you can sit at a blackjack table for an hour and a half and not get as many points as you get in 10 minutes. Yeah, because the Theo and blackjack is only like 1.5 yeah. to 2%, but roulette's 5 and sports is 4.5. So I'm much more of a sucker roulette player. By the way, um, roulette, sometimes they have triple. I saw it at the win. They got triple green. Triple zero, yeah. Zero, no. double zero, and the oh. triple zero. But at the zero. plaza, they have single zero. So single zero, so two point seven percent. So right. you know, a good advantage play for for a guy that's really doing. If you're really doing well, is to wander into a roulette and play the single zero, and you don't have to bet every spin. You know, a crowded table, bunch of different crazy players, and every now and then bet a hundred dollar because you because then 
like when they look at your rating, they're like, he's a sport. He's a gambler. Mm-hmm. This guy plays craps. He plays sports. He plays poker. He plays blackjack. We love this guy. <laughs> he can go to Hell's Kitchen and, and eat for free. That's great. I have to do. I have to start going and getting like my points matched, and and you know transferring over my points and, 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 and all these different places. And what happened is you 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 relayed to me you never had asked for a comp. No. And now the word is out on you that yeah. you have become a pie junkie at Green Valley Ranch. You won't I've only, leave I've only without had, your pie yeah, yeah. now. It, it's only happened twice, but I can <laughs> promise for you, two. I can promise you it won't be the last time. No, <laughs> there will it's be the best more. thing. It's because there's no there's no feeling like you've been punched in the gut when you drop. You know, three, four hundred dollars at blackjack, and then you you ask before you walk away, hey, can I get a little a uh, little pizza for my trouble? Yeah. And they they've never told me no. Yeah. Always when you're down, always ask for a comp, even if it's you're un, unworthy. The computer will make it unworthy, but if they're a sport, they're always going to write you thirty or forty dollars. Yeah. Now in the book, uh, Max Rubin, Comp City he used to host what's called the Blackjack Ball, which had the greatest blackjack players in the world, and there's a blackjack competition. Where people like Munchkin would always win, and 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 Anthony Curtis and these great blackjack players, and I actually finished third one year, which was like one of the greatest upsets of all time because I'm in no way <laughs> qualified to be a top 100 blackjack player in the world, but I just got lucky with the questionnaire they passed down the like and guessed right on a multiple choice test that they had to make the final four. Um, but at that blackjack ball, Max Rubin wrote Comp City and he explained how to maximize your free Las Vegas vacations. And the big part of it, the backbone of it, is blackjack because the average player plays it like a one and a half, two percent disadvantage. If you just learn basic strategy, get the card, follow it religiously, it's more like 0.5 percent. And then you can do things like oh, take selective breaks when the pit bosses aren't watching. You know, um, get up. You know, use the bathroom for 10 minutes every hour. Basically, milk it to the point where you're still going to lose playing basic strategy, but you're getting back like 40 cents on the dollar. And if you, and this is if you're playing at a two percent disadvantage, so you you turn the tables where, you, for every hundred dollars you should lose, you're going to get like two hundred fifty dollars in comps. That's not that's a good way to put it. Not a bad use that comps to your advantage. You know, yeah, I, I I'm I'm always going to ask for them now. Ever since you know we talked about it, I'm always going to ask for it now. You know what's the worst thing I could say? No, and they don't have enough time. Well, then I'm not going to play here. You know when you really arrived is when you asked for your stakes to go. And you, and you say, I want them raw. And they're like, oh, you want them rare? No, no, no. I want them raw. And then you throw them on the grill the next day. That's a good move, actually. <laughs> that is a great move. That is a good move. That's uh, one of the many moves that you learn from Steve Fezzik here on this podcast. Well, Fez, thank you for uh, for letting me take advantage of your points this uh, over the weekend. And it was uh, a, a great Plenty pleasure. more where those come from. So thank you for, the, for, 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 for your, your gift. And we'll have to all get together. Um, and hopefully I won't like lose my ass betting sports accumulating. And I'll have to I'll have to let you know. Hey, I'm at Caesars. Uh, have you used your four free drinks today? And then I'll just have four old fashions, and that'll be. My, yeah. uh... You know, you really you really should daily because it's like fifty fifty. Well, if I go have four old fashions daily, I'll I'll, I'll be, have a problem. Well, it's actually no, you won't because it's it's ac- it's actually healthy for me to drink four drinks a day because if I go to Caesars, the valet is right next to the gym. So boom, I'm always using the gym. So I'm gonna drink my way to great health if I um, if I do it right because I'll I'll be coming out if I'm coming out of a 90 minute workout well certainly I can have two old fashioned yeah what's the big <laughs> deal what's the big deal yeah and if you want to hear more stuff like this from Fez the there's Fezic the Fez Focus. Focus podcast where we do this once a week and we talk about all these ways to uh, to I don't want to say game the system but to uh, take advantage of what's available to you right Fez. Yes, one of the more I, one of my my favorite podcasts we do every week. So uh, that's right here on RJ Bell's Dream Preview feed, not on this feed where you're hearing straight out of Vegas AM. RJ Bell's Dream Preview, where you hear our big pod every Wednesday. Uh, usually every Thursday, we post a Fezic Focus pod. Fez, thank you. Enjoy the new year, my brother. And I actually, I guess I'll see you before then. I'll see you on Wednesday night for the big one. Sounds good. It's good. We AJ and I were both under the weather. It's good that we're back 100 percent for the new year. Back in action. Now it's my turn. AJ, we got four bowl games on tap for today, starting with the Camellia Bowl, Georgia Southern, and Buffalo. Georgia Southern, four-and-a-half-point favorites. There's fours on the board. There's some fives on the board. Every book is different. Uh, Total hovering around 67. And uh, to me, this is all about the quarterback, Kyle Vantrese, who was the Buffalo quarterback for many years 
transferred to Georgia Southern this past offseason, led Georgia Southern to the fourth best passing offense in the country. Yeah, a team that's been historically a triple option team, turned it around that quickly is pretty incredible. Uh, I think Buffalo is in for they're, they've been They're fortunate to be in a bowl game. This is not a good team. Uh, they Neither one of these defenses are good. Buffalo, decent at stopping the run, but Georgia Southern, uh, they don't really run the ball, like, like we just mentioned. Uh, Buffalo will have some success running the ball, but I think so. I think this game ends up being a track meet. But to me, this is about a game where one team has a ton of opt outs. Buffalo has a ton of players in the portal, mm-hmm. including their quarter, uh, their running quarterback. They've got two quarterbacks, Matt Myers. He's going to be in the portal. Their slot receivers in the portal. Georgia Southern looks like they're going to be missing one guy, a cornerback. Uh, Derek Canteen, though he hasn't announced if he's playing in this game or not before he transfers. It's one of those things, so who yeah. knows. But in a game like this, I, I don't know that he matters very much. It's it's I'm I'm looking at the favorite in this one, Georgia Southern. But I like I think there's a lot of points scored. Yeah, I'm on Georgia Southern. I'm laying the points. Uh, Memphis, Utah State, the first responder bowl in uh, Dallas. Memphis laying seven total, fifty eight and a half. I like the favorite, and I like points here. I think this is one of the rare games, especially the lower-level bowl games, where both teams have full motivation. Remember, Utah State looked like a, a dead cat early in the season. They Except were everyone left. Yeah, they were they were in bad bad shape, but they they finished strong. They get to six and six. They won five out of their last seven. And then remember, Memphis didn't get a bowl game last year. Mm-hmm. They were on the airplane going to Hawaii, and Hawaii calls and says, uh, "Hey, about that game, we ain't playing." So I think both these teams are excited to play. Uh, you know, the word was Calvin Tyler was gonna was gonna sit out of this game. Well, he's he, playing. He's gonna play. Not he, only is he playing, he wants to dominate this game because he's playing in front of his family. He says for the first time. I don't particularly love this Memphis team, but Utah State is going to struggle in coverage in this game. Like, it's, oh it's, yeah, no, there's no one on Utah State that can cover uh, Caden Prescore and the the, t- the tight end for Memphis. Yeah, so uh, everything points to them taking care of business here. This is one of the games where I, I like the favorite as well. I, I like Memphis and I like the over. I think Memphis scores easily 40-something points in this game. There you go. Uh, East Carolina, Coastal Carolina. The Battle of Carolina in Birmingham, Alabama, in the Birmingham Bowl. Yeah, a lot of points going to be scored in this game. The line has moved uh, accordingly. Uh, Where is that? 65? 65, 65 wow. and a half. Um, but this is the easy play is the over, in my opinion. I don't want any part of an under. Uh, I think we get a fully healthy Grayson McCall. I think uh, Holton Aylers is going to have some success against his secondary that's just dreadful for Coastal. Uh, I don't know why Grayson McCall's playing. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of odd, but if he's going to play, then I'll be looking to an over. Um, ECU a little bit better on defense. And they've seen the option before with Navy, so it's not quite the same, but it's at least some sort of form of it. So I, I trust East Carolina a little bit more, uh, especially now that it's at seven. And, I again, I like the over. I'm probably going to look at an East Carolina uh, team total over as well. So uh, lots of ways to get at this game, but East Carolina going to be the, the side I'm looking at. Guaranteed rate bowl, guaranteed to probably not be fun. Wisconsin and Oklahoma State. Wisconsin, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Totals at 45. I don't even know who's playing for Oklahoma State in this one. Yeah, this is the uh, the transfer portal bowl. Um, all the Wisconsin players wanted Jim Leonard, and they didn't get him. So there's a ton of opt-outs. There's not a lot of buzz for this game. Not a lot of people excited to be playing. If anything, I, I guess maybe I kind of look at Oklahoma State because even without the players, I mean, Mike Gundy's been very successful in bowl games. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't trust or know exactly what's going on with either team, so I'll be steering clear of it. Uh, I guess I would lean I, to I, Oak State. And I, I lean under. under. I lean yeah. under. It's really the only way I can look here with all the players that are missing. I just don't know how points are going to be scored between both of these teams. So those are the four bowl matchups that we have coming up here on Tuesday. We got a slew of bowl games on Wednesday, Thursday for the rest of the week. AJ and I will record the college football dream preview podcast coming up. Uh, I guess tomorrow. Yeah, I guess later tonight. Yeah, so it'll be out tomorrow. And you guys can listen to that. Get ready for all of Wednesday's action and the rest of the week. And then we'll also record. Uh, a bonus episode prior to the weekend getting ready for the New Year's Six. Yeah, so we'll go uh, we'll record one on Friday for the Saturday games and on and uh, and the college football playoff obviously. Yeah, yeah so, New Year's, yep. Yep, to, uh, to a bonus college football pod this week. We're working overtime for you. 
The NHL returns tonight from their Christmas break. Plenty of games on the schedule. Some notable ones. Rangers take on the Capitals at Madison Square Garden. New York minus 160 with a total of six. Uh, Elsewhere, Penguins-Islanders should be a tough battle. Pittsburgh minus 130. That game is on the island in New York. And the total there, five and a half with, uh, I guess they're assuming it's going to be Sorokin and probably Tristan Jari in net. So good goaltending matchup between both of those teams should be lots of goals scored between the Oilers and the Flames in Calgary. Calgary minus 145 total of six and a half. Really good game uh, in L.A. The Golden Knights and the Kings. VGK minus 105 with a total of six. And also going on now, AJ, the World Junior Championships. People might make fun of you, but hey. This is a beatable market every single year to the under-20 world championships. This is where you watch the future stars of the NHL. Last year, player of the tournament, Mason McTavish, who's having an incredible season so far for uh, the, the Ducks, right? So he's he's doing well. Also, speaking of the Ducks, Trevor Zegras, who helped the United States win this tournament two years ago. These guys are going to be in the NHL next year. So pay attention to this tournament. It's fun to watch. Canada has got the number one overall pick in the draft, Connor Bedard, playing for them. Canada lost yesterday, by the way, 5-2 to the Czech Republic. Wolf. Yeah, so I would look to hammer Canada in their next game because you know they're not going to lose two straight in the group stage. And I think they're playing Austria, who lost 11-0 to uh, Sweden on Monday. So that should be fun. Uh, I got a play up on pregame.com if you are a subscriber to my NHL season-long package, you get all my IIHF World Junior picks automatically. I had two picks that I gave out yesterday, AJ, and guess what? Undefeated. Well, that's something. I didn't win them. Okay. But I didn't lose A couple them. pushes. Two pushes. I had the over in the USA-Latvia game over seven. 5-2 final. That's seven goals. Beats the alternative. I had the over in the Canada game against the Czech Republic. Over seven. 5-2 final <laughs> is a push. So two pushes are better than two losses. But let's look for some wins here. It's a two-week tournament. It should end probably, I think the championship is on January 4th. It's going to be a great time. Tournament's up in uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Uh, college basketball is back today, although the games are about as dreadful as can be. We're getting back into the groove of things mm. uh, starting tomorrow. Uh, in the NBA, couple games. There's, there's a handful of games. I'll just mention some of the noteworthy ones. Clippers plus five and a half at Toronto. The Suns plus six and a half at the Memphis Grizzlies, and the New York Knicks plus five and a half at the Mavericks. So that's what's on tap for today and tonight. Do yourself a favor. Go to pregame.com. Check out all the best bets available for you there at pregame.com. And uh, hop in the forums. And don't forget, you if you if you haven't signed up yet for pregame.com, first-time users get a free $25. If you never signed up for pregame.com, go to the website, sign up, free $25. That's a best bet. That's the best bet package, a daily package you can get for free just by signing up for pregame.com. So you can get a one of my hockey plays, one of Fez's football plays, AJ's basketball plays, a UFC card, whatever. Just go get it. It's free for new members at pregame.com. For AJ Hoffman and Steve Fezzik, I'm Scott Seidenberg. We are straight out of Vegas. AM. <laughs> <laughs>